Hello and welcome to the DC UK podcast. This is season four and this is a bonus episode. I've been lucky enough recently uh, to go out to Audi Field and actually interview in person a few of the guys from the club. You'll see though a couple of those in the actual normal podcast, especially the one that we're going to be doing live from the Screaming Eagles tailgate. But I wanted to bring you this one um, as a bonus episode. The guy that we've had on um, is the it was the first guy from the club that we had on the podcast back in season one, and it was actually super exciting and such an honour to be able to meet him in person. So let's go and check that out. Oh, welcome back to the show, Rory. How are you doing? Thank you. Good. Uh, it's been what a year, two years? I think it's been a little bit longer than okay. that. I th- did you? Because you were on the first season. I feel like I, I was on very early. I think you were. And I haven't been invited back since then. Well, you have now, <laughs> obviously. But yeah, you were definitely. I think you were the first guest I had okay. on. Our first person from DC United from the team yeah yeah so uh, so yeah it has been a while it's actually nice to meet you in person yeah for sure welcome Finally. to DC thank uh, you very again. much I know you came this years is, ago but. yeah this is my third time here now so yeah, nice. great and this is literally a flying visit yeah Flip got in Thursday and I'm back, going back on Sunday oh wow okay so you know yeah. alright big pressure for us tomorrow to win this game yes I mean <laughs> let's put it this way the previous two games that I've been to we've not scored a goal Okay. So we need to yeah, score at least lost, a goal. Right? So the first game against Philly, we lost two nil. Yeah. Um, and then the second time, it was on my birthday as well. So I was hoping for a little birthday present. But you know, Wayne Rooney got suspended against LAFC. He got himself sent off. Ooh, oh yeah. As I was flying in, so the game was happening. I was flying. I was like, cool. I get down. We'll see. See what we've done. So and then Rooney got sent off. I was just like. That was tough. That was, a tough. that was a tough game. It was. But yeah, uh, nil-nil draw against Montreal. So we didn't lose that one. Okay, well, so as I see it, yeah, exactly. it's getting better. We're ticking up. Yeah. And to be fair, Toronto have not kept a clean sheet. I was reading it earlier on today. I think it's like 23 games. Wow. Okay. And they've only kept one in the last 42. Wow. So we should score. Okay, we should and, score. And to be fair, we did score seven last year against them. So Yeah. Different teams. I'm De- obviously, yes. Different teams. Uh, different coaches. I'm still bitter about the game in March. Really? Like, not bitter. Just you know, we should have won that game. It was like there's no reason we should have lost that game. Nah. We you know watched film today of, of some highlights, good things and bad things, and yeah, man, we should have won. But that's I, okay. It feels like that's happened quite a few times this season where we've played sure. really well, but not come out on on top and the game midweek against New York yeah and I, mean, I caught the highlights because again that was the night before I flew so I was like I need a good night's sleep so I'm not going to stay up for that one but yeah I think it was Brad Smith who hit the post and I think Jafal hit, hit the post yeah, well, yeah. Um, it was you know created a lot of chances and we yeah. looked pretty good in moments and actually yeah. in the second half when we were down we actually looked very good too yeah um but just couldn't put it away. We, we, you know, and obviously they're a they're a championship team and they're a good team, and, yep. and you can't give them little chances because they're going to put it away. And yeah. if you don't put your chances away, you know you're exactly a bit screwed, right? So, but the, the positive side is the fact that we did create a lot against a championship winning team. For sure. So, For sure. yeah, if we keep doing that, we're going to get some good results I, this season. I think that's been. Uh, pretty common throughout our games. I can't yeah. think of a game right now that, uh, you know, off the top of my head this year at least, that 
we haven't been like that, haven't created chances, haven't been mm. like positive in attacking. And obviously since um, Hernan came in last year and kind of changed our philosophy about that, Chad's yeah. continuing with that. Yeah. Obviously changing his, um, changing it a little bit w- with his own style, but yeah. we're attacking, we want to create chances and, and we're doing that. It's just, you know, that next final, like final third, final ball, final finish, you know, yeah. is, is what we need to improve on. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Um, someone was telling me again earlier on today, today or might have been yesterday, where we've won, the mo- we've turned over the ball most times in the attacking third in MLS this season. Wow, okay. Yeah, so we're, we, we, I think it was an average of eight times a match okay. where we will win the ball back in, the, in their third, which is something. It's, it's yeah, I mean, that, it's that's a good the first start. step, right? That's yeah. The, the, the first step is... When you play that high press, that's the first thing is you have to turn it over. Yeah. And then it's obviously what you do from there. Exactly. But now we've got Taxi. Yeah. He's been phenomenal. He's been really good. And honestly, the best part is he's like the best guy. Yeah. He's so nice. He's, I mean, I, I know on Twitter that everybody that kind of jokes about it, he's always smiling, always yeah. laughing. Like that is how he is all <laughs> the time, um, which is just like a great, I don't know, thing for a player. Yeah. Obviously, his caliber, DP, is supposed to be like this big star, right? Which he yeah. is, of course. Yeah. But he's so humble, he's so nice, and just like, you want to see him succeed, right? Yeah. Like, you want to make sure he scores goals. And is there a little bit of a bromance between him and uh, Julian Gressel? Because it, it feel And Russell as well. Because yeah. they, I think Taxi speaks German, doesn't he? Does, he? Yeah. So, yeah. between the three of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's going to be natural that you gravitate towards somebody who can speak the same language as you, yep. but, but for sure, they're, they're getting close and becoming good friends, it seems like. So, yeah. again, nice to see. And, and with a guy like Taxi, who's really nice and, you know, welcoming and or wanting to be welcomed and yep. the guys that we have, we have a good group. So, he's, you know, gelled immediately. Yeah. And I, I've heard that his English is getting a little bit better. A little bit. Yeah. yeah we're still, the classes are, you know, <laughs> he's got to still go and he's got to still do his, his, uh, his lessons. But, yeah. Slowly but surely, they yeah. get there. It's nice to know that he actually gets put through classes and actually it feels like he's going back to school again for, for it. Sure, for <laughs> sure. I mean, that's you know, part of my job, part of our job on the, yeah. on the team upside uh, is to you know, take care of him, make sure him and his family are taken care of. Not only him, but yeah. Michael Estrada, same thing. His English is basically non-existent. Um, Fair enough. So, you know, uh, that's just something we have to help him with. And, and, yeah. and it's, you know, make sure he can do everything he can or you know, make sure he has no worries off the field. Yeah. Um, and that's part of the part of the thing is, is English classes. So yeah. uh, obviously the player has to I mean, go and has yeah. to want to do it, has to want to learn and has exactly. to come from them, which it is. Yeah. Uh, but I can imagine a lot of the stuff, well, soccer is a universal language. So there's certain things that you, you're just going to know for sure what to say and everyone recognizes what you're trying to get across. So. For sure, for sure. Certainly in trainings and in games and in meetings like that, uh, yeah. you know, especially on the field, it's easy because you, like you said, just like, it's one language you communicate with, yeah. you know, body language or whatever. Uh, but obviously, you want to mesh a little bit those two things and make yeah. sure he's he can succeed on the field, but also off the field. Yes. So in things like team talks, then I don't know whether you know, but obviously Chad speaks English. I don't know whether he speaks any other languages. But when he's doing things like team talks, how does that come across to those guys who don't speak English? Yeah. So with our now like spanish-speaking coaching staff yeah with nico um and before hernan uh they would just do it in the middle of the meeting you know okay 
if yeah. they were talking about a forward doing something specific or, yeah. you know, Edison doing something specific on the wing, um, they'd say it in English, but then they'd say, hey, Edison, this is what you need to do in Spanish. Oh. Now it's just Nico on the side, you know, Chad speaks and, and Nico kind of one-on-one translates or yeah. myself, if I need to translate, I used to do it when, when nobody else spoke Spanish. That was my job was, was translating <laughs> for, you know, a variety of players. Luciano was, was a big one. Yeah. Who was, you know, basically next to all the time. Yep. Uh, with Taxi, he can understand, again, a little bit more than, than yep. Michael, the other guys. Uh, but Julian's always next to him saying, hey, again, if it's specific to him, yep. you need to do this on this player or on this corner, do this, right? Yeah. So it's good to be able to actually get your message across and get that out there. Um, but obviously, we've just literally just gone into soccer talk there. But for those guys who don't know who you are, introduce yourself. Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> Rory Mugliela, I'm the Director of Team Administration at the club. Uh, I've been around for a few years now. This is my 10th season, actually, uh, which is it's crazy. It, it I should say, are you long. celebrating your 10th year here uh, in yeah. any way, shape, or form? Nah, hopefully with a championship. That would be, that we'll would be nice. That would be nice, yeah. right? Uh, no, it's, it's, you know, I'm very lucky to work here. I'm lucky to be around, but yeah. I take care of all the flights, all of our meals, all of the hotel accommodations, uh, everything travel-related. And then <clears throat> relocating new players, uh, you know, getting them settled as, a, as we kind of discussed. Yes, uh, uh, we previously saw. All that kind of stuff, yeah. So. Discussed, obviously, you were quite um, involved with Wayne Rooney when he joined as well. Yes. So, yeah, that was, uh, those are good conversations back in the day. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are some, you know, we should have had a translator for him too. Because. <laughs> what, because of the Scouse accent? Because of the Scouse, you know, it's. <laughs> You, you'd have to, he'd have to speak slowly for you to really understand. Yes. Um, and I got it after a little bit, but it took me a minute. It does. It took me a minute. I had to really listen closely. I couldn't just be like on my phone listening to him or his wife, you know, um, they're very heavy accents. Yes. But yeah. no, those were, uh, yeah, good times. Good times. Just be glad I am not doing this like 10 years ago. Cause I used to live in the Northeast of England, oh, really? which is quite a heavy, thick accent. For sure. Now that I've moved down to the southwest, um, and I'm obviously surrounded by southerners, and they've got a softer accent. Yeah, I don't have my northernness that much anymore until I've had a couple of beers, <laughs> and it starts to come out again. So, which I actually have had a couple of beers this afternoon. So yeah. you know, yeah. there's some words that will come out. No problem. Yeah. So you know, it is. Where what have it you is. been so far? Uh, so today. Um, I was here this morning, well, lunchtime, and then I went to Blue Jacket. Okay. Um, very, very good. Very good. Half smoke I had. Ooh, and a couple of beers and a lot of water. Because it is just ridiculous. I'm sure it's not this bad in England. No. But, um, not yeah, at all. It rarely gets above 30. I'm sure. Well, yeah. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but... Yeah, it's ridiculously hot here, it's, right? Now. Unfortunately, DC not only does it get hot, but it's like really humid with the river. That's so that's like, the bit that is. Just, like, even when it's not that hot, you just feel sticky and like you're sweating all the time. Yeah, you, it's, you can it's, tell the air is thick. Yes, for sure. So I always like my partner used to work on Capitol Hill. Yeah, had to wear a suit every day. Oh, and I just think about those kind of people. Like I'm so lucky that I get to wear soccer gear, training gear, you know, yeah. every day. And, and I can Loose fitting. Yes, and like not, you know, nothing, you know, I have to be outside, I'm comfortable. Like these guys in the July heat of 100 degrees with oh. humidity are walking around in suits and ties. Anyway, it's just yeah. simple. But that's DC. That's, yeah. that's how it is here. And obviously for the game tomorrow against Toronto, it's supposed to be 96, I think it is. And obviously the game's being pushed the back, so it's not going to be quite that hot. 
it's still gonna it's still going to be very hot. I mean, yeah, luckily, I mean, hopefully the sun will be a little further yes. down. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah. that'll maybe help. But. Yeah, and obviously the sun's going to be over that stand, which obviously you've got the things in there where there used to be nothing there. Yeah. So for the fans on this side of the stadium, it won't be as bad. Yeah, but it's... But, yeah. Yes. Those are those like 4 p.m., 3 p.m. kickoffs on the bench when you're just like, oh, I can't say anything. You know? I mean, for me, that's great because in the UK, that's like a 7, 8 o'clock kickoff, that's, which is fantastic. For sure, yeah. When you're back home, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, this, Honestly, it's nice to be done early too, you know, because yeah. like an 8, 7, 30, 8 p.m. game, it's, it's yeah. I like it because it's, I like kind of feeling that. It's a, it's a little it's bit like cooler. Night. It's cooler. Yeah. But you're just, you know, as an employee, you're working late. As, as a fan, you get to go home. But <laughs> yes, but no, it's um, what is there any particular reason why we tend to have those nighttime kickoffs? Is it because there's obviously you've got the Nats playing, you've got other sports going on around around the city? That's definitely part of it. And I know like the Nats and us cannot have a game at the same time. Just like is that because it's just because the crowds, so close, yeah. yeah, traffic and parking and that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, so whenever they play at like one, like we'll always play at seven or seven thirty or something yeah. late. Uh, I think it's partly because of the heat, number one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. also, uh, you know, in midweek, trying to get the fans out. Yeah. After work, but also not too late that they can come because they have to get up early the next day. Yeah. So you know that fine balance of of, of timing is is always tough, right? Yeah. We're lucky as a city in a place that we have so much going on and so many sports and so many things to do. But yeah. obviously, then DC United is competing with all those things, right? Exactly. So, yeah. Because um, the Nats are doing, have done rather well recently. Sorry, yeah. Um, um, well, I guess they just started, kind of. But yeah, the, um, the Wizards have been doing well, and obviously the ice hockey team, which is the Capitals. Capitals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. There you go. Um, and now the Commanders. The Commanders. I'm not sure, are, how, how, how do you feel about that team name? The team name, I'm, I have to be honest, I'm not a big American football fan. Yeah. Um, I okay. think it's kind of cool. Um, okay. I will say I like to watch a football team better. It, sound, it sounds more legit. It's more, you know, as like a European, you know, it's coming from somewhere that yeah. all the teams are named basically that. Yeah. FC, football, whatever, club. Uh, it sounds a little more natural. Yeah. But also in, in NFL, you know, all the names are kind of gimmicky and like the, yeah. whatever. Raiders, the Patriots, you know, all these like kind of gimmicky mascots. The Washington football team was different and mm. uh, it was cool. I don't know. Anyway, I hope, yeah. I wish they would have kept along with it, but. MLS was like that as well with its funky names. I mean, obviously, you've still got the Revolution yes. and the crew, but now you're getting Charlotte you're... Football Club and St. Louis City yeah, and Nashville. This is like. United. Uh, I mean, we were an original, so we were allowed No, 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 not us. No, no. Some other United. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that other team, that the fake black and red. Well, that, yeah. That yeah. Two. There was two, two in one year. Yeah? Minnesota and Atlanta came in the same Oh, yeah, year. I forgot about Minnesota. And, mm-hmm. and then you've got NYCFC. Yeah, it's just like, you know. they're, they're the kind of the, the standard team now, rather than your funny ones. And now the badges aren't quite as For out sure. there. But you almost wish, like... There's a, certainly a community on, uh, you know, in the fan base that kind of likes that and thinks yep. that that makes MLS different and, and makes it yeah. kind of unique to the world yep. of soccer teams filled of FCs and CFs and uh, you know soccer club SCs. Yeah. Right? Like that's like one that I'm you know. Or I'm the SCs. Sure about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's an SC? Orlando, I think. But then say that soccer is an English term. Yeah. And it always baffles. It's our fault. Is, what you're it is our fault. And, <laughs> but. 
then we're the ones who complain about it. Yet we have programs in the UK called Gillette Soccer Saturday oh, uh, really? and Soccer AM. Okay. Yet people don't complain about that. Like, it's only people here, right? It's and it's uh, generally speaking, yeah. People, only people who call it soccer is generally over here in America. Right, but right. yeah, like I said, we've got those programs in the UK, and it's like there's no. Yeah. And then we complain about it. It's like, come on, <laughs> let's get with the program. We're we're allowed to use soccer. Yeah, it can be both, right? Yeah, exactly. But um, have you been to see uh, Old Glory, the rugby team, yet? I haven't. I haven't. You know, I don't know if they play ever here. I don't think they. They will. don't play they here out. They played Segra. They're playing tomorrow. I will say. They, okay. I was hoping to Are be you able to. Out there? I was hoping to get to a game because I I'm a big rugby fan. I okay. love it. Um, and now that obviously we've got Major League Rugby, yeah, I've been quite interested and watched a few of the games online. Okay. Um, because it's. Well, they put it on the Rugby Network app, and wow. it's free to everyone, which is great. Wow, that's great. That's absolutely fantastic. So, very accessible. Um, and if I was here for the original time, I was supposed to be here, which is was supposed to be next Sunday. But unfortunately, my son got chicken pox. Oh, no. Okay. So, I've had to shorten my trip, because I'm the only one who's out here. My family aren't out here, so... Um, so, there was the game tomorrow, but they're also playing next next Saturday as well at Segra. So, I was hoping to be able to go to that. that game, yeah. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but we're playing Houston tomorrow. So, okay. we'll see. How many teams are in that league? Ooh, I, I think it's about one. eight or ten. Okay. It's, it's a very small it's league. Small for now. But it's, it's, it seems to be going rather well. USA now has the Rugby World Cup in 2033. Okay. Wow, um, it's a long time away, but they only announced it like earlier on this week, so okay. they've announced quite a few of the next World Cups. Okay. Um, but it's good to see that. That's great. It's hopefully going to get bigger and bigger. Yeah. It's a great sport. It's very brutal. So you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Americans are like it. It's American football without the shoulder pads. Right, without the guards, all the protections. <laughs> Just gotta get the rules down and make sure you know what's going on on the pitch. Yeah, and the, then, there's the offside rule, which I don't think many people actually understand. Even people who understand rugby? Yeah. Okay, good. It's, yeah, it's okay. very difficult because there's many permutations about offside. <laughs> Honestly, offside in football, the soccer is... I mean, there's a grey area. It changes every year, right? Yeah, so yeah. We, handballs too, like, there's rules that... I mean, handball. You it, would think are... You can get away with going up to up to the... Sometimes. Sleeve now, is Sometimes. There? Yeah. But, like, sometimes a ref, if your arm is, like, too high, but it hits up here. If your arm's yeah. out here, right? That was the... Actually, a good segue into uh, the game from the earlier on this week where I think it was Brendan who got yeah I mean that was when I looked at when I first saw it I was like oh, they didn't look that bad but then you saw it and his arm was out and it was I haven't like, seen it back and it I, obviously they you know, went to VR yeah, yeah. and they and they called the PK so it, but the one thing I, I was annoyed with with that New York is the amount of times they took corners down that end not in the corner really I d- yeah, so the amount of times that the ball wasn't in there, yeah. and one of them was for for the uh, PK. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So they need. I think there something else happened like leading up to that, maybe before the corner, mm. that there was like maybe a foul that wasn't called, or that was called but it wasn't a foul. I don't know. Something. I just remember like yeah. the couple of plays leading up to that was like a lot of stuff no. happened that was annoying, but not that I'm gonna get. I'm getting down on New York City, but you know they don't have a full, okay. they don't have a proper stadium. So. <laughs> That's, yeah, uh, that is real, like I don't know when that's ever going to change. I I hope for them as a fellow like MLS club, it, it yeah. does change because Yankee Stadium is really or wherever it's, it's, it's not the our City Field. I we think we were it's the supposed other one. to play in City Field this year. 
Um, oh, okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, so until they got moved, until wasn't they got it? Moved, yeah. And now it's at Red Bull Arena, right? So it's just, mm. you know, it's, it's just a shame for them. And, yeah. it, you know, it's a, maybe not the best look as the league to have your champion not playing in a, playing yeah. Playing in, you know, having a stadium, but it's not really their stadium. And it, yeah. On TV, it always looks, you know. Yeah. We know that I was speaking to um, the guy who runs the UK NYCFC accounts, the fan account anyway. Okay. Um, and he speaking to some of the support groups who spoke to the owners and the big reason why they don't have their own stadium at the moment is the red tape in New York yeah no I mean and there's the lack of room that's the thing is that I can only imagine how difficult it is to find a location get yeah. the red tape all you know cut yeah. if you will uh, yeah. and then fund it obviously because I'm sure in New York like, it's, it's going to cost so much there's going to be a lot you know it's a, it's a big task for sure yeah. and I understand that but it's also been yeah. What? Ten? No. Not ten uh, they're 2015. They joined. Okay, so seven so years now. Nearly so ten. Yeah. Maybe that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Obviously, we're in the same boat, right? The red tape in DC. We had yeah, so many yeah. projects that were going to happen and then got fell through. Uh, yeah. You know, as a fan, hearing that we were going to get a stadium soon was like, oh, it's coming, it's coming. But it was like, well, when's it coming? What's, yeah. what's happening? Did you have that little bit of when you heard that we were getting a stadium? You was like, I'll believe it when I see it. For sure. Yeah. I mean, when I was an intern, actually, my very first year with the club is when we announced, yeah. not Audi Field, but the new stadium in yeah. this, uh, on this plot of land, this project. Okay. And we'd already been through, like I said, two, maybe three other ones that were like kind of serious. One was very serious and yeah. just fell through at the last minute. So anyway, it was a very exciting time at, at, at the club because, you know, kind of like Miami is feeling right now with their yeah. approval process. Obviously, that's the very baby first step right? yes and then you, it takes a lot more to, to actually get it built and get it running but yeah there was a lot of hope but then oh the mayor changed and then oh this vote and then oh the deal has to change so yeah obviously it took a long time it took five years 2013 is when we announced it for the first time flipping neck um, so 2013 2018 when it got built or yeah when it got finished i guess it was it broke ground when we opened yeah um but, but obviously, you can only imagine how excited everybody was when, when we finally did, uh, yeah. you know, obviously break ground, but then open the stadium. and Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I feel for New York City. I just wish not only for them, but for the leagues, for people who go to Yankee Stadium. Um, but Seth, we've, got, we've got a cracking stadium out no, there. No, that's unbelievable. Yeah. It's, yeah. Honestly, every time I go up the stairs on a match day yeah. from the tunnel to, uh, to the field, I'm kind of like in awe of how lucky we are and, you know, just comparing where we came from and, yeah. and I will always love RFK because I grew up going to games there and yeah. had a lot of good memories even as a staff member we were very successful yeah. um, playing there and I miss the atmosphere and I miss everything about it but it was certainly time for a change and time for an upgrade so I'm, I'm yeah. you know it's, it's I mean, you know, look, it's. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, we're on a tripod, so I would turn around but we'd probably lose the <laughs> position that we're in now but we've got the stadium just out there and it is just for me, I mean, yes, I've only been to a game twice now, but I've sat in the support section. I've sat down the opposite end, and I know so many people who sit around the stadium, and there's just not a bad seat in not the house. Not at all. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the angles are great due to the land and how we had to build it. But yeah. because of that, the sands are steep, and yeah, you, you had to be creative right? to get it For sure. the way it is. So, yeah. yeah, I absolutely love it. I think it's. It's such a lovely stadium. I love the fact that you can just simply just walk around. Yeah. I mean, I growing up um, in Millsbury in the northeast and going to the Riverside Stadium over there, you were kind of 
segregated into the stand you yeah so you can just mill around still like that because have they changed it i don't know to be honest since i moved to the southwest of england i've actually been to more games here oh wow than i have in england (laughs) because to be fair the in england the what's the, the closest team you know uh, Cheltenham Town okay. which are in, who are in I keep forgetting they're in either League 1 or League 2 okay. um, and then the biggest team it's a, a toss up between Birmingham City or Bristol City okay. I kind of live right in the middle of those two okay. but the cost of going to the games yeah. is so expensive sure. I mean, when you compare it to coming to here this is so much cheaper man that's interesting it How is, much would like a regular ticket at Birmingham be? Who uh, are not even they're in the championship, championship right? yeah. yeah. So I th- off the top of my head, I think it's about for the cheapest one, it's about fifty-five, sixty pounds. Wow! For the so cheapest, maybe like seventy bucks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. That's expensive <laughs> for for a team who aren't doing that particularly well. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the the closest one, which is Cheltenham Town, I, it always baffled me. So I used to be season ticket holder at Millsborough, okay. which used to cost back in the day so this is going back like mid 2000s to late to almost 2010 it used to be about 350 to 400 pounds so okay. what's that about not 450 500 dollars sure yeah that's pretty good it's not bad for a for, season ticket for a season ticket in the Premier League were they in the Premier League okay. yeah. yeah it's a very very good price yeah for Cheltenham Town when I in League 2 at the time it was the same price it was what it's the same <laughs> price it was just like okay so I can pay so I should just go, back go, to, go, to, the, go to the Premier League and watch good football right. or watch mm, yeah so yeah it is, it's just far too expensive over in the UK that's a shame which but then saying that the cost of jerseys I have to remember to say jerseys it's quite expensive over here compared to what it is in the UK because it, it costs about yeah, 55 60 pounds here in the UK okay and I mean I had the um this year's jersey sent over and that cost me about 200 bucks wow I mean I got the I got DC UK on the back on it as well and it's the match the it's, authentic yeah which is uh, it's Still, such a lovely a shirt it's it a, is nice it is I just like the little trim of red and everything that's on it and just that subtle hint of the of the stripes down the middle yeah it, it, you've got to really look at it to notice it but sure. it's a nice subtle hint I have to say I, I, I liked the red shorts I liked oh, last year. We needed kit. this. We should have kept the shorts. I, I, obviously, we didn't do that well the last two years, so I get you know wanted to kind of get rid of them. But um, it was just so different and so new yeah. for us, or at least like we'd had it, it before. Right? It was a callback to the early night uh, yeah, to the ninety six, ninety seven, yeah. Um, so or maybe ninety six, yeah. Also, uh, uh, but obviously, yeah, didn't have the best years in those kids. So. Um, but- can you put it down you can, to the kids? You cannot. You cannot no, put it down sure, to the kids. For sure. It's, it's not the short's fault, but you're always going to associate as like a athlete. It's an a, omen, isn't it? Yeah. You, yeah. You're, everybody's so superstitious about little things like that that yeah. make no sense. But Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, it's, it is, it's just one of those things. I mean, I loved last year's kit. I, lo- I love the marble kit. Yeah. Marble kit's great. That's really, really nice. Um, again, it was just one of those which has got that subtle design to it. I wish I had a little more, but I do. Well, like a little bit, a little bit bolder. A little more blue, a little more marble. You know, they're beautiful, and I love them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think in general, MLS kits are could do more. So I wish that was. Yeah. Um, and I think that's because for me, that's down to the fact that there's only one manufacturer. Sure. The fact that yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's Adidas, 
and that generally will have the same designs as what it, they use for around the world. For sure. But then you look at like the Portland Timbers kit, yeah. which is, a, it's con- it's it's, div- it's quite divisive on when you look on social media. Oh, so really? it's a lot of people love it, okay. and the design is great. I I'm a big My fan of it. My first reaction was I love it. I think yeah. it's great. But there's a lot of fa- fans out there who really don't like it. Interesting. Okay. Um, so, and then you had Philly Union's kit last year, the Lightning, the blue, the blue yeah. and yellow one, which yeah. I thought was quite yeah, nice. Exactly. That's yeah. But we need do a little bit more, something different. Yeah, we need the cherry blossom. Yeah, that's 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 what we need, and it would be. I nice hope we get to see it soon. Yeah, I hope we get to see it soon. It would be lovely. Um, I've there's been a lot of rumors, obviously. Yes. Um, yeah, there has. So I hope it turns out well. <laughs> yes, there's. Uh, I think that Pablo had um, released some concepts some like mock-ups okay. yeah and they, they do look nice it's uh, interesting how much those things change though yeah um, oh yeah absolutely you know because i've seen i saw one for this kit i saw one for the marble kit yeah um you just like little things or big things but like there's always like a massive change yeah uh, from like what's going to be leaked or released or, or even like sent out to the clubs and then you get the kit and it's like wait that, that's not what it looked not like what in the pictures was look like, but okay no problem this yeah. is great so What's been your favorite kit of the years then, out of DCs? If you had to put it down to one, oh, man. it's. I mean, obviously we had the cat in the hat, and it's it's hard for me to like picture it, just point blank in it uh, at RFK. Yeah. Small tangent at our training facility, um, we had a whole wall of kits oh, every nice. year. Yeah. Ninety six to I think twenty sixteen was the last one we did. Yeah. Um, and. It was cool to see them all because every day you walk by and you're like, oh, like that, that's a cool one. But yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go with the classic, three stripes across the middle. Yep. Uh, honestly, even the, the 2007 kit, I think, was cool. one of like the first years that I went to like a lot of games. Yeah. Um, and we won a supporter show that year, and I think it also had like three stripes across the middle. Um, that I think that is it the one where it had like the sort of curved white stripe down yeah, the yeah, sides of it. Is, yeah. Sierra Mist might have been our, or was that yeah. earlier? Uh, anyway, that's. I was going to say that's, pro- that's probably, yeah, I think it would have been before VW, wouldn't it? VW was on the front. Oh, was so it the Sierra Mist on I the back? I think Sierra Mist was on, on the, the back. Because didn't we have one where Sierra Mist was on the front as well? Man. One year. We're going to have to do some research on that. Yeah, we're going to have to, um, yeah. I'm sure we had one that was Sierra Mist on the front. I might be making it up, but I'm sure we did. Yeah, that's gonna have to be a Google we search later. Had, uh, our away kit from twenty fifteen, I think twenty fourteen, fifteen, or fifteen, sixteen. I can't remember yeah. which years it was, but it was white, had some red trim and a red collar. Yes, which I thought was great. Um, I think I've got that one. Different and new. I have it too. Yeah, Actually, no, it might have been earlier. It might have been twenty thirteen because um, I had it, we had it. For the it was yeah because I think I when I got it I had a cheeky eBay bid on it. Okay, I think it cost me like ten pounds. Wow. Which That's is great. amazing, yeah. and it ha- and Who's it is. Sorry, anybody on the back? Nah. No, no, no. It was just a plain jet, and I had, and it was the proper authentic one oh, as well. Right. So I was just like, the stars and everything. It's like, That's good. get that. Um, and I think I sent it to Sam, and he was like, I think it was like 2012 or 2013 version. Yeah. I was like, yes. Yeah, 2012. Yeah, that, that's what it was because I yeah. remember. Ooh, no, what would I think? When we played the like made that kind of run in the playoffs in 2012. Yeah. 
lost to Houston eventually, but anyway, <laughs> we wore that kit when. Uh, yeah, we won't mention that Houston defeat. That came up on uh, on the last podcast. Did it? Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So the last one that we that we done was um, as, as of recording anyway um, was the get before the game against Houston Dynamo. Okay. And um, so it was mentioned. Yes, it was mentioned about that that defeat. I mean, it was um, Daniel was saying that is at RFK. I think it was it was one of the worst games he's seen at RFK. It was just for, for yeah, the was, the emotion and and things like that. We were it was missing just, a couple guys too. Yeah, and it was. Yeah, it wasn't. Especially like beating Red Bull. Yeah. And like yeah, yeah. you know, kind of not expecting to, but yeah. getting past that game with the snow and the PK stop and Bill, you know, all the all oh, the things that happened. So good to memories. Then, like with, everybody was had such a high, and then you get to the Houston game, and I was like, oh man. I mean, to be honest, when you've got that such a high, how would you take that? further yeah. and it's just like something's going to happen yeah it's it's usually the case but uh i remember the for me the 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 most sort of roller coaster ride of emotions i've had in a playoff game was against uh, columbus crew here oh man that was insane because obviously know. i had delion who scored that insane volley yeah um, and i think it was i was up until like three o'clock in the morning watching the penalties and i'm just like I need to stay awake. I need to stay awake. And I was like, oh my word. And I think it's the first time that I've actually heard all the stands actually get involved in the, in the singing and getting in, that, bringing the atmosphere. Because it just, watching from I'm the UK. Like, yeah. like, uh, that, was, that was it. That, I don't know if we talked about it the last time I was on the pod, but uh, that is probably like my favorite game I've ever been a part of, seen, yeah. went to, because like you say, the atmosphere was unbelievable. And, yeah. and when I'll never, again, I'm getting like goosebumps again, like thinking about it. Whenever, like, when Nick hit that volley, and yeah. it, it just like the roof, if we had roofs, like. <laughs> We're not mentioning exploded. roofs. We've been, I've okay. been told not to mention the roof. No, the roof that we do have <laughs> yes. just exploded, and, and um, it was unbelievable. Yeah. I, it, it was such a shame for so many reasons yeah. that we didn't go through. Um, yeah. You know, obviously PK is uh, when just you, kind of a and, and Zach thing. Stefan, who was ju- is just a master at saving penalties. For sure. I mean, not uh, now, maybe. He did fine. Our guys, I think, could have done a lot better. And, I mean, and yeah. Wayne missed. Lucho missed. The two guys who'd Nick expect missed, right? to like, expect to score there. For sure. And that was Nick's last game with DC United, unfortunately. So it. it yeah. Um, before yeah. we move to our opponents this weekend. Before what? Move to our opponents this weekend, Toronto. Yes, so yeah, yeah. And then he scored against us in the next year. So you had a couple. Yeah, of, uh, don't mention that one either. That was yeah, that was a tough game. That will yeah. I mean, the again, that was a, a massive okay, roller coaster of emotions, yeah, wasn't like, it? We were out of it. Had no like, didn't think we were going to get through. TT yep. scores an unbelievable goal. Yep. Ninety whatever minutes. Yep. Again, it's like, oh, you're such a high. You think this is going to yep. be amazing. And then it's like, oh, no. Okay, we just didn't turn up in extra time. Man, it was tough. Yeah, that, was, that, a was, tough a, that was a tough one. And the, what sucked most for me personally about that game, I was uh, in one of the suites. And the suites are not really separated like they are here. Okay. The main stands are kind of like at the t- – it'd be like if we were here in a suite and there was a stand like right outside of it. Oh, wow. So people are like very close to – yeah. you know, public are very close yeah. to your seats. Yeah. Uh, and they have really good fans in Toronto. I will say that in Canada, yeah. uh, across the three Canadian teams, Montreal, Vancouver, they really, it's like a European level of like passion and care okay. for, for not only the teams, but football in general. Um, 
So I, I love playing in those places because or I love going to, to our games in those yeah. places because it's it's such a, a good atmosphere and, and always a good crowd. Anyway, they were like crushing us because I was like a staff suite, you know. Oh, no. And I was trying to say, oh, you're not going to win. Like, we have more MLS Cups than you. But it's like, why, why, yeah. you know, why are you... Why are you bantering when you just got crushed 5-1 or 4-1 or whatever it was? Five. It yeah. was five. Yes. So, anyway, that was but a tough, tough it, night. It was, yeah. Tough uh, flight home. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it's not as long as Vancouver. Because we've talked about the Vancouver yeah. flight. Which I was just, we were, Vancouver played Toronto recently, so we watched film on them. And I was thinking about that. Man, I, I really miss going to Vancouver. Like, I, I want to go back to Really? Vancouver. Once we're there, it's great. Yeah. Once we're in Vancouver, it's unbelievable. It's a great city. But now, I think, from what I... I've read online it's a lot more charter flights now yeah charters are um, is it every away game that is chartered now yeah I don't know if this is like public knowledge but I'll say it anyway we, yeah. charters are like confirmed for us through the rest of the year which is nice oh fantastic um, the you know MLS decided that health and safety with that sense was yeah important yeah. enough to continue it through the year so obviously we're all very happy about it it's you know it's yeah. I don't know what's going to happen in the future but I hope that it continues it feels, it feels like also, it should. I think so. Um, I think it's a good investment for the clubs and the owners to, yeah. to do that. You know, if, if that happens, we'll see. But uh, it, it's been very successful so far. They've made a good decision to keep going with it. Yeah. Um, it just makes the league better. It makes the league better. It makes everything better. I know, and imagine attracting players to the clubs over here. It'll just make things a little bit easier yeah. rather than going, yeah, when you go to an away game, you're going to get on the flight with everyone else. Yeah, I mean, it, even if that was the case... It wouldn't be the end of the world, you know what no. I mean? But it's just coming home right after the game, getting the rest that you can, like, right away. Yeah. Um, not having to do connections like you would in Toronto. Like, we were lucky yeah. in DC that we have three airports that we can choose from. We can fly to anywhere. Yeah. Except for uh, Vancouver. Yep. Um, but there's other teams, like Columbus, for example, has a teeny tiny airport. Yeah. And has to connect to almost every trip that they make. Oof. Or, like, at least, like, multiple yeah. trips, right? Yeah. Um, so it just it, it makes everything more complicated. Yeah. Uh, and these days, you know, with COVID still a thing, obviously, yep. the delays, the crew, you know, it affects the charters too, but it affects commercial flights even more. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, all I have to say is that yes, confirm for the year. So uh, that's good. It's, it's good news for us. Uh, yeah. Good news to the league. Yeah, absolutely. But we we are coming to a time where it's uh, we're getting to the international break and we're going to have that little bit of downtime yeah. where it's not going to be many games so I can have a lot of rest in the evening now there you go yeah, and that's, that's the main thing <laughs> that's why I want my sleep I mean I love staying up and watching the games in an of evening course. and yeah. being able to watch Dave and Devin do the commentary and it's just it's awesome to be able to listen to those guys I, mean, I don't know whether I should but you know <laughs> I mean I know you're supposed to be only within a certain radius of the stadium but you know yeah. in spirit I am of course so uh, no, they're great guys, and, and they've been around the club now for obviously Dave's been around for a long, long time. Devin, yeah. as a player, now as a, a commentator, he's he's awesome. He's a great guy and, and very knowledgeable. And yeah, yeah, I never get to listen to them because I'm always because you're always down there. down there. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, to be fair, I'd, I know where I'd rather be. For sure. Yeah, I'd rather be down on the bench. That's better than commentary. I want to be down there, right? <laughs> uh, That's. I mean, I'd love. I'd love to see what it's like down on the bench at some point. It is just. It would be insane to see actually what goes on yeah even if you just sit on the you know in that we have sections yeah. right, right next to the benches that are the, our field level seats and even just sitting right there you can hear everything you, can, yeah. you know obviously sometimes it gets heated and there's some 
all the time with the refs. You know, there's always some discussions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes between the benches, either players or yes. staff, coaches. Right? Yeah, yeah. We've had certainly some. I wouldn't tell you altercations, but definitely but words the, shared between. Definitely the in the sides. Ben Olsen era, there were, he, there were there was a few times yes, where. Well, he, ben always loved to. I feel bad for the refs because he he loved to talk to the refs, loved to talk to the <laughs> AR. Uh, love to talk to the fourth. Love to talk, you know, everybody. Anybody who would listen, he would he would yell at or talk to, and that's just kind of how he is. Yeah. Um, Hernan was no different. Uh, Chad's a little more reserved. He, he's. It, it just feel uh, like he's. You, you see him on the sideline, and he's just kind of just standing there, just looking, and he's like, okay, so he's the quiet kind of coach. For sure, for sure. I mean, he certainly gets his point across when he needs to, but yes. Uh, I mean, you see the clips come out on socials, and they have to bleep out the words. Yeah. Well. Yeah. As sometimes yeah. you need that, you know. Sometimes you need a little motivation. Um, exactly. But, uh, but no, it's it's. I never really understood it uh, when I didn't travel as a you know on the staff, and then when I started to travel every game and started to sit down there, it was it's just two different experiences. Yeah. Uh, you know, you really feel a win more, and you really feel a loss more than if you're just you know whatever. Yeah. Sitting in the stands or even in the locker room. Uh, yeah. Obviously, on TV, it's way different, but. But just like sitting there in that moment, you're talking to the players, they're coming off, they're, you know, new guys are coming on, you're trying to motivate them to score or, yeah. or defend the goal, you know. It's just, there's a lot of emotions. And it's, it's you know, I'm not running around, but it's certainly taxing on, on yeah. me because it's you put so much into it. Not personally, I obviously care so much and want to win so bad. Yeah. There's only so much I can do, though. So I have to just put all that energy emotionally into it. Yeah. Uh, that when it doesn't work out, it, it, it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> the mental drain. The mental sure. drain. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You really need to like take the rest and take a day off, and um, <laughs> especially after a trip. Like if you, you know, like yeah. I said, in Miami, obviously we, we got a draw. Uh, I can imagine. Late. What was the temperature like down there? Because I'd imagine that was quite hot. It was hot during the day. It was very similar to this. It yeah. was hot and humid during the day. Uh, luckily, we played at eight, so cooled down. It was actually nice. Yeah. Oh no, we had a delay. We were delayed. Oh yes, our, there was the weather delay. So I remember. So it was actually quite cool. It was nice when yeah. it finally stopped raining. Because I remember I was, I was staying up to watch it again. Uh, when I got 25 minutes and I was after the weather delay, I was like, yeah, yeah nah. Like, no, no, I I'm, 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 the same thing. no, I was just like, I just sat there in my chair. I'm like, was, sit, just falling asleep. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, I'll go to bed. Those frustrating moments because you know, I'm, I'm kind of the point of contact between Miami and then the refs who yeah. are making decisions. Uh, I'd go outside the locker room, try to get an update. And every yeah. time I'd come back inside, everybody's, are we playing? <laughs> and I'd have to you know, write a new time on the board down Oof. every 20 minutes I was like oh no another delay another, another delay, delay another delay yeah. I can only imagine as a player kind of what that feels like you do the warm up or you're, you're, you're going you're to yeah. be mentally prepared aren't you're, you you know you're Chad dude doing the meeting trying to hype him up trying to get yeah. him ready to go and, and all of a sudden oh no wait we're going to wait 30 minutes and then yeah. it's like oh another, another 20 minutes another 20 minutes yeah um, I think it was like that when we played Toronto at the MLS's back tournament where they actually delayed it by a full day. I can't. <laughs> oh, dear. I can't discuss that. <laughs> um, there's a lot of players who weren't there on this team. Yes. Uh, for that moment. There's a few. There's a handful of guys that are around. Yeah. Uh, actually, not that many. It has been quite a big turnover yeah, in the squad, hasn't it? Yeah, I think about it, it's not that many. But anyway, I would never forget that. Yeah. How they, you know, what happened in that moment. Yeah. As a player, if I was a player, I certainly don't know. I know it's like really nobody's fault that I'm dealing with, but <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, that was, that was tough. Was that, was that good experience for you? It was just, man. Oh, I'll say, I'll say good experience. Was that 
just experience. It was just an experience. Yeah. yeah, it was it was an experience. Yeah. I mean, first of all, you're in the bubble. So that's like especially at the time, so surreal yeah. to be there. Yeah. And be playing soccer in like the middle of a actual pandemic, right? Yeah. Um, nobody knew what was happening, nobody knew like anything really, how it spread, whatever. There's so many unknowns that like we're just trying to play soccer and trying to do our yeah. jobs and and I can understand to a certain extent like what they're going through and what they their decisions they were making, but yeah. in the moment when you want to play and want to win a game. Yeah. Uh, what a result though, by the way. Mm. What a goal. Yeah. From uh, Pipa. That was. Pipa a lovely, lovely dink. That little chip. Yep. Some sauce on that with those chips there. Speaking of that Columbus game, Pipa yes. scored both goals in that game. And yes. scored his PK, so he always gave me like a hard time about <laughs> it. <laughs> like, man, you got, he even tells me, like, you guys should have won. You guys had a great team. And then... Okay, we're not going to talk about that. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, let's talk briefly about the game this this weekend. So, I mean, as of recording, we're we're on. Is it, actually, is it Friday today? It's Friday. It's Friday. Yeah. I, I'm because obviously the flights, you're and I'm just a little bit all over the place. It is tomorrow that weekend. Um, how do you see it going down? I think. Now, bear in mind, they've, they've only kept one clean sheet in the last, like, 20-odds, so we're going to okay. score goals. I know we're going to create chances, and yeah. I know that um, that's that's what I know. I know we're going to create gonna chances. You're going to create chances, yeah, um, yeah. What I think is really important is our first 10 minutes. The yeah. start, the first 10 minutes, don't give up any goals, which, yeah, yeah. unfortunately, we've had a couple of games where we give up a goal early, and then we're like, man, yeah. we got to come back, and we have done that. Yeah. Um, but you don't want to be in that situation, right? So. No. Uh, and we gotta, you know, defend set pieces a little yes. better because yeah, yeah. just it's been there's been a few this year which we could have done yeah. better with, but you know. And obviously they're working really hard and and trying to fix those problems to make yep. it better for the next game. Yeah. Uh, so if we do those two things well, have a good start and and keep a zero on set pieces. Yeah. Then. I mean, I would love a repeat of last year. For sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously I'm here, so I'd love to see uh, some goals. For sure, yeah. we're gonna score a goal for you. I, I promise. I promise we're gonna score a goal for you. I mean, um, I'd love to. I've been so impressed with Taxi this so far this year. He's been fantastic, and he's been in obviously quite a few team of the weeks already. Yeah, it's which is fantastic to see. So I'm hoping to see good performance from him. I'd love to see Sophie play as well. Yeah. Like, been very impressed with him, me especially too, coming honestly. from the draft. For sure, me too. Um, he's got a really good head on his shoulders, but also very good on the ball, very good passing. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know how he gets out of certain situations, how he turns and like kind of hugs a guy, and then all of a sudden he's in the space. But yeah, it's um, like he's got eyes on the back of his head. For sure. Yeah. It's just it's crazy how he's, quickly he can move, and then he spots someone at the other side of the pitch, and they go poof. He's very good in the middle. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he can. Obviously, play those balls to Brad and to Julian or whoever's out there on the wings. Yeah. Um, and getting those crosses in, and, and whoever's playing up top needs to put it away. Um, exactly. So we're, we're, we're definitely going to create chances. I just need to, to get those forwards and attach them. Just put them in, put them in just, the back of the net. Just get in there. It's so easy, right? Yeah. <laughs> just really just, just get it on target. <laughs> but, but Toronto's, you know, even though they're below us in the standings. They yes. are a good team and have yeah. good players. Yeah. Um, and, and you always have to be careful with those kind of teams because, yeah. again, it beat us already this year, right? So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're a team who are currently on a quite bad run of form, which just means we need to be wary of complacency. Exactly. So, yeah. Not that we're in a good run of form, no, but, but you, you have to be you know, wary of that because, because they have talent. They're not, you know, there's, there's other teams that are like, oh, no. 
this team's like not good and doesn't really have any talent, so like or it doesn't have as much yeah. as they probably should, so it's gonna be fine. Yeah. But no, this is this is a real team, so Yeah, I hope we'll get get those three points tomorrow. For sure. I hope so. Yes, indeed. Well I'm gonna wrap things up there. Yeah. Yeah. Great to actually meet you in person. You as well. Fantastic to have you back on the show. Um hope I'll try not to have it as long next time between <laughs> between the episodes. No, no, but no. Um, happy back and, and uh, can't wait to get a win tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Cheers, man. Well, I hope you enjoyed watching that as much as I had actually being there in person and interviewing Rory. Like I said, it was such an honour to be able to go out and meet him in person and do this interview. So if you haven't listened to the live stream that we're doing um, at the Screaming Eagles tailgate yet, Go and listen to that. It's super fun. It's been brilliant. But until next time, Farmers United. <laughs>